Hi, I'm Brand, and I love Lifetime Christmas killer movies. <laughs> Whoa, I'm Patrick Strato, and I'm a Lifetime movie expert. I'm Brian, filling in for Dan, who hates these, but I guess I kind of like them. <laughs> and this is the Deck of Lifetime on Cork Podcast. Happy New oh, Year. New Year. New, new Year's new. resolution. Brian Seacrest, ball dropping. Go. Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, How are you? I don't know what Dan's deal is. He's got to be better by now, but... uh, He's enjoying semi-retirement. Yeah, he's just... Whatever. Whatever. He's missing out because today we're talking about Silent Night, Fatal Night, which when I saw this announced, I knew we had to do it because it's just Christmas plus standard Lifetime. This is what I've been saying that Lifetime should do more of anyway. Like They definitely should. I don't know how this movie performed for them because it was on Lifetime Movie Network and I don't, you know, not everybody has right. that and it's, you know, whatever. But this was a good idea. They should do more of this. And I saw when totally. I was watching it that they uh, that they were doing something on the Lifetime Movie Network called uh, Slay Bells, S-L-A-Y. Are there, more, are there more than just this when it comes to the, like the slasher Christmas? Uh, they have... In the past few years, done like one a year, so they they just re-air the old ones that I they see. did. The, I see. So I see. so yes, they have a few snowy movies, not necessarily Christmas. Right. And this was this was barely Christmas. Barely. I mean, yeah. To the point where I was like, "Are these trees CGI'd in? Was this an <laughs> afterthought?" Yeah, yeah. I think there might be one line about uh, a holiday break or something. Yeah. So yes, it's uh it's Christmas light. Christmas you know. lights. It, that, that is that is good. But you know what? The trees and the lights are coming down all around us, and so this is kind of right there with it um, in that regard. Yes. Uh, Patrick, do you have any New Year's resolutions this year that you're going to be uh, kicking off in a couple days? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I do those. You don't think you do those? You don't do trees? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I do resolutions. Huh. You know? How about I anything? Just, just anything you're going to try to do differently? Not resolved not even, to just no, no. I mean, I'm good. I'm okay, good. You're good. Like, I'm, living, yeah, yeah. I'm living my life and uh, happy with that. That's probably the so. healthiest way to take take on the new year. <clears throat> you know, you know? I, yeah. You Dan and I aren't out. doing a resolution. We're doing a thing, a and that's thing. difference. It's it's a thing. Yeah. Right. Right. We're drinking I mean, smoothies. I I could, <laughs> yeah, I could think of something to like better yourself, but I don't know. I don't buy into all that yeah. bettering yourself stuff. Just like do whatever you like to do. It's good advice. I mean, maybe the hot hot tub meditation Ooh. from last week. That might mm. maybe you could do that. Yeah, I mean, if I had access to a hot tub, oh, I do. I have my gym. It's right down the street. I could go. I could go to that every day. Tub. But I, it's, not, every it's not good for my heart. It's not good for your heart. It's weird though to do that in a public uh, meditate. Gym, right? In, yeah. Meditate Probably. in the hot tub. Everybody else is like wooing around you, having a good time, and you're like, guys, yeah, yeah, I'm doing my morning meditation. Inner peace is coming. Everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. uh, right. You're right. It'd be a move. It'd be a move for sure. Uh, let's talk about Silent Night, Fatal Night. Tell us everything we need to know before diving in, Patrick. Yes, so Silent Night, Fatal Night stars Alex Camacho, yeah, and Matthew Polkamp, and Haley Rutledge. Nailed it! Nailed it! Practiced. Uh, <laughs> it shows. I did. I did look up Matthew Polkamp. Like I googled like him to see because I always mess up that name because it just doesn't look like Polkamp. But but obviously, uh, 
And there's like a podcast that he does about BMX bikes. I'm like, okay, this guy just does it all. He's a biker. A, he's a he's a BMXer. He's a BMX expert. So I was like, this guy like rides bikes. He looks tall. I'm like, he does I don't look know. tall. I'm like, this guy does movies, does BMX. He's what a cool dude. Yeah. What a cool, cool dude. Unless he like brings he his get- bike everywhere and talks about bikes all the time. That could get old. Yeah. You don't think so? I don't know. He hasn't done a bike movie, so he hasn't talked a director into being like, let's do a BMX movie, a lifetime BMX movie. Because, you know, I mean, it might be coming. It might be coming. Maybe we can write that. Hey, if it doesn't exist yet. A BMX rider. um, And uh, they come out the next day and the the rider's gone. His bike is still there. Oh, he disappears? We got to find him. The title is BMX Girlfriend. Oh, oh BMX oh. Girlfriend. What a great name. Yes. Write that yeah, down, BMX Brian. BMX Girlfriend. Great idea. This is a great TM. idea. TM. TM. Just so TM. everybody's clear. We got it. We got it. That's all you have there to you do go. to yeah. TM something, it. I understand. And yeah. you just have to say TM after it. That's right. Wonderful. All right. So jumping into the movie, now that we've pitched one for uh, Matthew yep. to steal from us, uh, it begins with a redheaded woman. She is creeping around on a stormy night in like the 1940s or something. Like her outfit is crazy. Like she's got like a blouse on and like a, a bonnet hat, a, but she has a flashlight. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. There's electric candles everywhere. You know, I'm like, the, the, the timeline's not right. The timeline's not right. <laughs> Uh, a man is chasing her around with a knife. And what? I'm like, oh, here we go. And there's like some Sound voiceover. There's like some voiceover. Well, voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. It's like narrating the story. And we come to find out it's characters from a, a popular book uh, called Gideon's Family Reunion uh, by famed author Mallory Dearborn. Yes. Now, so Mallory Dearborn is reading the story to like a, a She's audience. at a book reading. This is a new book. This is, uh, but she has a, a series of Gideon books. Like it's the Gideon family uh, story. Series, yeah, series. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Um, and they're very popular. Wildly popular? Very. Uh, very. Very popular. I don't know. I mean, yeah. enough to where uh, she gets like, she's like a best-selling author. So. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely like, you know, it's like R.L. Stein and then Mallory. Yeah. I mean, she can't top R.L. Um, no. No one can. You come after It's you. the Stein. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Josh, uh, number 24. Um so she is at this book reading. It is a brand. This is a brand new book, and they're doing a reading followed by a signing. And this is when we meet Michael, who uh, is her book agent. Mm. Yep, very handsome man. He does uh, BMX you know. on the side. They don't get into that, but you can feel you can it. Tell. Yeah, he's got that vibe. He's got the quads. He's, he's got, got the quads okay. for a BMX. Say no more. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we, there's like people in line. Uh, there's one girl who looks surprisingly like uh, freaking what's her name? Oh, uh, Natasha Leone. Oh yeah, uh, and that's an extra. I was like, Natasha Leone's in this movie? What the heck? Uh, but it's not her. We're focusing on. We're focusing on the other redheaded girl who's, who's super, super pumped. She's like, when super. she gets done with the reading, she stands up and is like, yeah. And then she's first in line uh, for the autograph, and she's like, yep. I'm your biggest fan. Blah. Flag. 
biggest there. fan. And oh, yeah. Mallory's like being kind, but also like is Security. trying to move it along. And Michael is like, we got to, you got to keep going. Like we're not doing this whole thing. Um, but she's like, I, I host a podcast. I, I'm a, I'm an aspiring oh, author, all this lot, stuff. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, podcast hosts are the worst. Oh, 100%. She takes her signed copy of the book and puts it uh, on a shelf uh, to her shrine to Mallory with all her other signed books and yeah. a framed picture of them together also signed. They yeah. have, they, she has done this before. Uh-huh. She's met her before. Yep. And it is a framed picture. And she also has the picture of the two of them together as the wallpaper on her laptop. So. Big fan. Big okay. fan. Got it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Mallory is unhappy with her success. Like, she's like, I'm not fulfilled. Uh, I've been writing these books forever. They, I want to yeah. do something else. I want to write, I, I want to write like the next great American novel, you know? Right. Yeah. She wants um, to, she wants this to be the last Gideon book so she can yeah. do something else. And Michael, her agent, is like, uh, you could probably do one more. You could probably do one more. Maybe really, think about it. Maybe think he about shoots it. Down, he shoots down the idea right away. He I think even- you should definitely do one more. Yeah. And we find out, because he has a conversation with the publisher, that yeah. the publishing company has already paid in advance yeah. for the next Gideon okay. book. And he has not told Mallory. Oh, no. He has basically pocketed this mm-hmm. advance money Yikes. um and he's like i i don't have any doubts that i'm going to be able to convince her to do another gideon book yeah not going to be a problem right i mean look at that face so right. handsome yeah. who wouldn't write a book for him look so this guy. Sounds we, we this know guy? right away yeah, that look at that look at oh that face. man i'd write a book for him yeah man uh he is handsome what a but face. he is shady we know he's a bad guy right right from the top. We're like, Michael's a liar. Michael's a thief. Uh, but I, I do want to say the thing that's uh, this movie does really well, especially early on, is you have yeah. like this Michael character that seems shady, but you have this fan that seems crazy. Yep. And yes. you know something is going to happen, but you're not really sure, like, who am I supposed to, like, hone in on as being the person that's going to do the thing, whatever that thing is, you know, the yeah, fatal poor, night. Poor Mallory, poor Mallory. She, she's just trying to live her life. You know, she wants to just like chill. Like she wrote, just finished a book, did a book tour. She's, she's chilling for the holidays. Right. Um, she, uh, you know, wants to like take time. She takes like a month off after every, uh, book tour or book like release. And, uh, <laughs> Michael offers to give her his cabin so she can go up and focus, uh, you know, maybe get some writing done. No pressure. Of course. But it, no pressure. It, maybe. Maybe um, ride the bike, the trails. Yeah. He gives her the key to the, the cabin. He's like, don't tell anyone where you're going, though. Yeah. And basically it's like, hey, go on a little retreat and just make sure that you're done with Gideon. Like, make sure of it. And I think mm-hmm. you'll get a lot of clarity on this trip to this cabin. And don't. And don't tell anyone where you're going. Please. And, Mallory, and I can't stress tell. this enough. Yeah. Don't tell anyone where you're going. Mm-hmm. Mallory's like, my whole family's dead. I yeah. don't spend the holidays with anyone. I don't have friends. I, my, my books are my friends. So don't worry. I'm going to go. So she goes up to the cabin. She arrives. It's like a beautiful cabin. Actually, it's it decorated for Christmas, which is um, nice. I don't really know who did that. Because uh, Michael doesn't go like he doesn't live there, but. Someone yeah. decorated it for Christmas, 
and uh, well, it is nice. That's why you have a groundskeeper who to do that. And, uh, you know, she's like, the cabin's perfect. She calls them like on the landline because there's no cell service Obviously. in the cabin, of course. She puts um, on some Christmas that. music, yeah, she does. pours herself a glass of wine. Lays down on the couch to just kind of like dive into a book. She earned this. And then suddenly, oh no! in the background, you see someone uh, come in. And you're like, oh, yeah. who is this person? What is this? And then it, they, it, you, you go, you go. Well, I, Brian, I don't know if you know what happens in Lifetime movies, but uh, chloroform is always chloroform. So she gets chloroform from behind. Oh. And she's like, ah. Uh, and then the person says, you just got chloroformed. (laughs) She has the best night's sleep of her life. I don't even know where you get chloroform or like, yeah. Okay. Patrick. Yeah. Okay. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Neither do I. We see the bottle behind you, buddy. Come on. None of us know how to get chloroform. Blur my background. Blur my background. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Watch out behind you. (laughs) You just got chloroformed. Uh, and then we cut to the super fan. The super fan is like on her laptop or like just listening to like music and dreaming about uh, Gideon and a news notification pops up and it says Mallory Dearborn is dead. Now, and I got to be honest with you, did not see that coming. That's, I know it's Silent Night Fatal Night, yeah. but I just, I mean, we just saw, we just saw her got chloroformed yep. and then she's dead. And I'm like, oh, they just killed someone. Yeah. This, this, really? They killed the main the person. The movie. And, yeah. Uh, nobody knew she was there except her books. That's exactly right. Her books knew, exactly. but no one else knew. Um, so that's pretty shocking news. But what's not shocking is that uh, we're going to go to a break and we're going to be right back and talk a little bit more about Southern I Fatal Night here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Lifetime Court. Lifetime. Dang it. More <laughs> formed. You know what catches me by surprise is all the amazing content on Philo. It's phenomenal. That surprises phenomenal. you? I, have well, you looked at I, it I once? keep being surprised by it's, this stuff. Of course yeah, they have the best. So much. So much. Holiday uh, Hub. It's the Holiday Hub. And, and, and guess what? January is coming and it's still just as good. Would you threaten so me with a good Philo.tv slash DTH. Uh, we're talking about Silent Night, Fatal Night. Yes. She dead. Uh, that is where we are. She dead. And I'm surprised. Yeah, and and so is the world. The world is shocked. Yeah. The, this famed author, young, beautiful author, uh, dead. Book like just came out. Yeah, she should out. be riding high. She, instead, she's riding low, riding six, feet low. six feet under. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you got chloroform. Michael's, Michael's watching the story uh, on the news, and they're, they're saying all the sad things. Yeah. And he proposes a toast. He's like, to Mallory, R.I.P., drinks his little drink and then he heads downstairs to the basement and he's just walking in the basement and walking, walking, walking. Nothing weird walking. here. Uh, no, he's just going to the basement and then cut to Mallory. She's alive. Oh, she's come gagged. on. She's tied up. She's, <laughs> she's something in her mouth. Yeah. The of thing, course. Yeah. The yeah. thing that goes right here <laughs> between your that teeth suddenly yeah. makes it to where you can't make a sound. Hey, oh, hey, hey, why did you chloroform entirely <laughs> up? <laughs> Nothing yeah. you can do. You got the thing in your mouth. You can't, yeah, can't talk yeah. through that. So he, uh, he put a, a Lindsay Lohan, like tracking device on her ankle. And he's like, if you leave this house, uh, it'll beep and I'll know you left. And, so he, and if you try to take it off, I'll know too. Boy, he's really, he says right. that. 
I'm like, that is not a deterrent. It could beep all the way. Is yeah. it going to like shock me or something? Is yeah. it a shock bracelet? Uh, no. No, it's just um, I'm going to know. I'm just going to He's like, I'm going for a bike ride. Don't know. you move. And here's, but, he, he kind of dives into the, what he's up to here. Okay. He's like, yeah, he does. I'm going to need you to write another Gideon book. Mm-hmm. Basically, I, th- I think I think he basically comes clean and is like, "We already got the advance. I took the money. I thought the investments were were good. I invested the money, lost it. It doesn't matter. We still mm-hmm. need to write this book." And uh, so she she's allowed to like get out of bed, go upstairs and write, right? Yeah, and do all that stuff. And he's gonna like make her yeah. food and stuff. But she can't yeah. leave, and we got to get this book done by like Christmas. This Eve actually or sounds like most writers. This would be ideal for them, like because the <laughs> hardest part true. of writing is like sitting, like doing it on your own. So if somebody could capture you, tie you up, feed you. Wait until you see what we got you? in store for you in January, oh, Brian. Oh, it's going to be pretty it crazy. Create, it's like, create stakes, right? So Mallory tries to like bargain her way out of it. She's like, "I'll pay the advance. I don't care. Just let me go." He's like, "No." Uh, think of it as a writer's retreat type of thing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, also, by the way, the Wi-Fi's off and oh. uh, the phones have all been removed. You can't even look so at Facebook. You can't check anything. This no. is ideal for a yeah. writer. Yeah. <laughs> no no be distractions. <laughs> yeah. She is just writing on a laptop with Microsoft Word on there. Um, so Mallory tries to leave and the, the bracelet beeps and she's like, oh, no, the bracelet beeped. I got to go back inside. Yep, um, absolutely. And it's at He's this point that um, that somebody shows up, right? Food delivery? What? what? The hiker? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay, not I'm sorry. Yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go ahead. There's a hiker. We we didn't talk about the sandwich that he prepared. Oh, I forgot about oh, the sandwich. <laughs> I'm kidding. We can move on to the hiker. He does make a sandwich. Is it a good looking sandwich? I mean, it's. It's normal. like bologna and yeah, cheese. It's fine. Uh, I guess the job. If though. you're hungry, that's probably the best sandwich you ever had. <laughs> Do you want to get kidnapped? <laughs> like you, you are like I making them. Like, this sounds pretty so good. I have a few allergies you should know about, but other than that, uh, I'm pretty I much down for whatever. Ryan's like, I don't have to see my kids for days. <laughs> Kidnap me. No. <laughs> oh How many man, days? I can't. I can't. Yeah. Do well, I? They, <laughs> Making the sandwich, that's when we see, like, somebody outside the house, and someone knocks on the door. It's this hiker. It's Uh, always a hiker. Yep, he's lost. He has his backpack. He, uh, you know, is like, hey, I I was a couple cabins down, but I got turned around and just need to, like, come in and, you know, warm up for a minute. Um, And Michael's like, yeah, come in. I will say this guy, this guy is sus. He's totally sus? Totally sus. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, this is just, it's just not something that I would do. Like, I wouldn't be like, man, I'm a little bit turned around. You mind if I just come in? And then he starts like poking around at the house. He's like, look at that. What's this? Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Um, so, like, guy yeah. is uh, like all over the place. That's weird. And um, he wants to use the bathroom. Like, and the, yeah. but he, he, this is where the dilemma beca- uh, becomes. I don't yeah, know. Become- this is where the, the dilemma happens because she is in the bathroom, right? That's where he uh, oh. puts her. Um, or in a room next to the bathroom or whatever. And so when he starts to go into the bathroom, he's like, you can't go in there. And then you hear Mallory go, and he's like, what's that? What's that? And so, I mean, do the math, try to figure out what happens next. You want me to try to figure it out? Try to figure out what happens next. He he sounds like he's going to poke around a little bit and go in the room and see her. 
Oh, he murders well, the yeah, hiker. Yeah, gets murdered. Oh, I thought... <laughs> Okay, I thought the hiker yeah. was like gonna take control of the situation. That's a bummer. No, no. Yeah. The, the hiker gets stabbed. Hate that from Mallory. Uh, stabs him in his know, cabin. What a mess! Not that I, I mean, know. It's not, well, sounds like it's a mess. Not a great. You know what's not a, not a bad idea though, Brian? Is this hiker being total sus? Yeah. And when he opens the door and sees Mallory tied up, he's like. Well, this is interesting because I was going to tie you up. Oh, and he yeah. ties. And Michael, so then yeah. Michael and Mallory are actually now tied up together. Yeah. An interesting, right. an interesting yeah. thought there. For BMX. For BMX. I don't know. I don't know if we can tie them all together. But the idea of the of the captor becoming the cap D with the wow. other cap D. Yeah. And yep. now they have to work together to yep. get out. But he's like, if, if I do work with her to get out and she gets out, yeah. then... It's risky. So it's like, what do I do? An interesting idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's deep. That's very deep. Um, but not what happens. <laughs> not what happens here at all. Once again, we're just uh, uh, saying all of our good ideas TML, out loud today. TML, by the way. I swear if this BMX guy takes this idea. <laughs> the sheriff uh, shows up because you got to have a sheriff in a lifetime movie. Uh, there was a 911 hang up call. I don't know who called 911, but it doesn't matter. Um, and I thought for see. sure this cop was going to die. Oh, I thought, I, so boy, I. everyone who's going to knock on this door, he's just going to start yeah. killing everybody because you, you can't. Um, but the cop does poke around. He does hear uh, Mallory. Mallory this time just goes with the knocking like uh-huh. it's like trying to like make sound that that way and uh what's his name the the sheriff there? michael michael? Oh, michael. Is it michael michael's like oh man that's the pipes yeah those trying to get pipes, it to stop man. but what can you do the and the cops like yeah classic pipes yeah and he leaves he so he leaves and but the cab i mean it's a cabin so yeah there's gonna be yeah issues. Old, old pipe noises so Mallory starts writing about Gideon, the main character, being kidnapped, yeah. uh, art imitating life. It starts to really flow. She, yeah. she gets halfway through the book, and she's like really getting it done. Uh, she's like, usually when I get halfway through the book, I have a steak dinner and wine. Yep. And Michael's like, all right. I can do that for you. He cooks up some steak. Uh, Mallory goes to the bathroom, but really she's like crushing pills up and she's going to put it in his wine. Yeah. Found um, some, found some pills in the uh, bathroom. In Ibiza? Mirror. Yeah. Oh. Just, and I, he just left them laying around for her to grab. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I don't know if you can just crush up any, any pill, pill and it will kill you, but whatever this pill was, was going to do the job. Lethal. Okay. You gotta, you gotta do it. So they're having I'll their try. steak dinner with their wine. She's like very excited for him to drink the wine. Yeah. And then we get my favorite scene of the Christmas season ever. Um, Michael takes the wine. He's like, cheers to Gideon and your book. You're doing so great. And she's like, yes, yes, cheers. She drinks her wine. She's like watching him like, ooh, ooh. he just like goes to his mouth and then uh, pours it oh, on no. the plate. Sloppy steak. Oh, uh, it's in the sound effect of like the pouring. It's Sloshing. like it's like very like sound effecty. And he's sound. like, I brought, I brought a clip apparently, <laughs> right? And he like, he's like, he's like, I'm not that dumb. I'm not gonna fall for this. Uh, oh, I know no. you put something in my wine. Well, and I also love like pretty smart on his part because she was trying to figure out a way to get him to leave so that she could put the crushed up pills in his wine, and so she mm-hmm. says. um, I actually like to drink a white wine with my steak. Do we have no. any white? And he's like, yeah, I got white. So he no leaves. One. 
And uh, when he comes back and he does the pour it out. Is he pouring uh, wine all over the steak? Pouring wine all over yeah. the steak. That is that sound, all yes. All over the plate. All he, over the plate. He goes, Hilarious. you think I don't know you? You never drink white wine. Oh. So honestly, a pretty bad yeah. cover for her. Like you she should have come up with. out of your normal routine. If you're notorious red, you can't just all of a sudden yeah. go with white and no. expect him not to pick up on it. But pretty smart on his part. Pretty it's dumb big, on yeah, her absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yes. Pour it again? Yes. Well, yeah, he never stops. So he's like, get back to work. She's like, I need internet to uh, do research. And he's like, no, um, you can't have that. But she does seal a letter opener, like from the desk. Uh, and he's just later, leaving all sorts of stuff around for her, huh? Yeah. Pills, letter openers. <laughs> what right. else? Well, and well, of course, she hooks up to his iPhone with uh, his iPhone is just like willy nilly, just uh, allowing anybody to join their network. So, yeah, here's a thing. I don't know if this is true, but when uh, he's like sh- goes to take a phone call, she's yeah. like, yes, uh-huh. apparently when you take a phone call, your hotspot automatically becomes active. And she was able to hop onto like a Wi-Fi hotspot, a Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah. I don't up the data portal. That's what I'm afraid of. The data portal just opening up and everybody gets in. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. For for some reason, (laughs) when he was on the phone, it triggered the Wi-Fi being available on the laptop. So Mm -hmm. she hops on and she Googles. And this is when she finds out that she's dead. At this point, she didn't know that 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 had been. Yes. And she was like, okay, I'll write the story and then he'll let me go. Now she's putting it together. I'm oh, he's planned the story that I'm dead. Once I finish this book, he's going to have me uh, killed. Yeah. Right. And my favorite thing is Mallory doesn't, uh, you know, like chat 911. She Googles herself. Yeah. Just the worst. The staff. I, I, I understand. But also, like, <laughs> yeah. listen, as someone who, whose homepage is Google, Googling myself. Google alert set up. Um, you got to send an email Anything. or something. You got to you got to make the use of that time. Yeah, but she has no friends or family. So I guess who would she call? You know, that's true. So uh we cut to our super fan our super fan we were so yeah, you remember super fan yeah i do what's she been up to she's uh watching old interviews yes because uh, she she's so sad yeah. that her favorite author is so dead sad. and so she's listening to all these interviews trying because because while the news has come out that she's dead no news of how she died came out and so she's right. like just very interested in like what so she's looking for like clues kind of like did she say Absolutely, like she's yeah. sick or something like that and she comes across one interview where she says that after she after a Gideon book comes out she uh, takes a month off and doesn't write and she's never working on two books at once so when the news comes out that there's another a Gideon book that is was actually ready to go and it's going to come out uh, posthumous, posthumously. 
I think, mm-hmm. after she's dead, she's like, wait a second, something doesn't line up here. Because yeah. she says she never has two books at once. She takes time off. But there's the publisher saying, hey, we have another book, actually, and we're going to release it. So Thank God for super she's, fans. she's starting to put it together. And I'd like to think, I'd like to think that if something happened to little old brand, sure. some double deckers would do, do some sleuthing. Wait, some, everybody get sure. together, yeah. Yeah. Brent, yeah is there going to be a break in the case soon? I think there is going to be a break in the case and a break in this episode here on Deck the Lifetime on Court. Court. We're back. So Superfan is starting to put some things together. So things oh, yeah. aren't quite lining up. Well, and Mallory's not just like at the cabin you know, writing willy nilly. She's trying to get out of there. She stabs Michael with that letter letter opener we talked about. Um, but he stops her and he's like, No, don't stab me. And she's like, I connected to the Wi Fi and um I know you're gonna kill me and all this stuff. She's He's like, oh, no, I'm not going to kill you at the end of this. Just write, keep writing the book. We could say you uh, faked your own death for, like, attention. Or, like, um, and then he's like, or we could just, like, keep putting these out. Like, maybe maybe yeah, we've maybe. actually found yeah. two books or three books. Ooh, yeah. Like, who, who knows how many books we could find your hard drive? I mean, it's chock full. So he's basically implying, I mean, I might just keep you, at, like, keep you writing. Sure. As my little writer. Right. I don't know how many times you could do that before people start going, hold up. She, she, had, she, go? she had 10 books on her hard drive. I don't know. That seems. Yeah. Uh, and Michael goes into town. Uh, and he's like listening to like Christmas music in the car, like having a great time. He forgets his wallet. Um, and our, our girl Mallory, like, Gets untied. She's untied, but she's pretending that she's still tied up. Yeah. She had the butter. Know. She did the old butter trick. Slipped her hands out? Yo. Yeah. Wow. She put yeah. butter all over her ankle, slipped right out of that old okay. ankle bracelet, yep. put butter on her okay. wrist, uh, got out of the handcuffs. And I got to be honest, I don't know if that's how it works. Like, if if the things are actually on there real good, yeah. as they should be, you can't just, no amount of butter is going to let it like slip around yeah, a bigger so. object, right? I don't know. I mean, butter is. A, All right, bring in the butter. Yeah, get that bring in the butter. butter. Let's put this to the test. Tie you up real good. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to make your dream come true. I'm going to oh, hold you captive. I'm going to write so hard. <laughs> See if you can get out of these handcuffs. <laughs> so now that she is like pretending to be tied up, the sheriff comes back and he's like, hey, we got a report about a missing hiker. Um, this time, Michael is trying to, like, bribe him off. He's like, here's a book. Like, uh, you know, maybe go read this book, and uh, it's free. You can have it. Uh, and the guy, the sheriff's like, great. He goes back to the station. He's like, I got this book. And his reception is like, oh, that's that author that died. Uh, you know, like, are you sure? Like, he, he starts piecing it together. He's like, oh, he told me that she was on vacation or whatever. Yeah. You know, like. The story's not adding up. The sheriff is piecing it together. Yeah. And uh, do you remember um, our super fan? 
I sure do. So she starts doing some sleuthing, calling around, trying to figure out if anybody knew that Mallory had another book that she was writing. And she decides to contact the publisher. The publisher is like, you need to talk to the, his agent because he's that's the or her agent. That's the guy who would know about this book. And so she's trying to figure out how can I get a hold of this agent. So she shows up at the. Uh, this is pretty ingenious on her part. She shows up and um, gets a finds the. Uh, it's like, hey, I need to know where this guy is, and they're like, we're not just going to give out that information. Course, yeah. And she's like, well, I actually have. Uh, I'm a cake cake girl, yeah, and I have to deliver this cake to him. Where can I deliver the mm-hmm. cake? Because I, I thought it was supposed to come here. He's not here. Where can I bring yeah, it? Get that cake to him. And uh, the, uh, his assistant is like, he's actually at his cabin. Let me give you the address. You can bring the cake there. So she gets the address with a little cake tomfoolery. Sure. So she's going to try to find this guy and see if she can get any more information about what good actually thing he happened. He likes cake. Because that yeah. could have gone south. If yeah, if, 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 the, if the assistant knew that this guy does not cake, yeah. wouldn't have given the address. But luckily, but he, is clearly, cake? he clearly has a past. There is no cake. But clearly has a past with no. cake, and so it was worth getting the address. Right. You know, he's got to have those BMX calories. You, you yeah, right. Calories. You, once you bike, you got a cake. We all know that. Everybody knows that. Cake by the ocean. That's what that song's about. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Uh, so Mallory finishes the book. Uh, they celebrate with some champagne. Uh, and she offers to read the ending of the book to Michael. Yeah. And basically she's like, Gideon uh, shoots her agent. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> She's like, whatever. She like smashes him with a laptop. Can I just really quick before that happens, she's reading it and is like reading it and he's like, "Mm, yeah, I'll keep, keep going. Read more. It's like, he's real pervy about this, about being read to this guy's uh, kink is clearly having someone read mystery novels to him out loud because he is real into this. Yeah. Keep reading. If if that's all it takes, like sign me up. I'll (laughs) I'll read this man stories all night long. Okay. But yeah, she's like, um, she fought back against her captor and then she closes the laptop, smashes it against the back of his face. And then they start Mm -hmm. struggling, struggling. And it's at, um, this point that Carrie shows up, right? Cake girl. The cake girl does not have a cake. She didn't bring one. It's confusing, but okay. Yeah, so they're all like fighting over the gun. Um, someone calls nine one one, and finally, no, uh, no, 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 no and- one called nine one one. He was coming because he realized about the book. The sheriff guy, yeah. Uh, okay. He no, was coming it, back it. to check because he said, um, you're really going to like the next one when he handed him the book. And when the, the police officer's uh, yeah. assistant said, oh, she's dead, yeah. she he's, he's starting to put it together. He's like, all right, something about this guy and what he said isn't lining up. So he was just going back yeah. out there. It all happened so fast. This is all in like it a did minute. End, like, uh, it did. Like, it, this does come to an end pretty quickly. Okay. It's like laptop in the face. Uh, super fan shows up, sheriff shows up, everyone's fighting. And then um, basically the sheriff arrests Michael. Uh, Carrie helps Mallory like stand up. And then we cut to like a year later and Mallory's latest book, uh, autobiography about being kidnapped. It's a huge success. Uh, And Carrie, I thought was the book agent, but I think actually Carrie is going to continue writing the series. Correct. She's like a super fan. Oh, she has all her uh, like fanfic stuff yes. that she's been writing for years. So Mallory's just like, just 
put that in a book and yeah. you can keep the series going. I trust but you with that. Basically, like, because Carrie saved her life, um, she gets to write this autobiography with her. And then she's like, hey, uh, I would love to keep Gideon going. And she's like, boom, you saved my life. You can do literally whatever you want to for the rest of your life. And I will, I can't say no, you saved my life. So, um, and that's the movie. That's silent night, fatal night. And they eat cake. No cake. No, they should have had cake at the end, but no, but no cake. Um, so Brian, what are you thinking based on, um, you haven't seen the movie. So port up, but what what are you feeling? So I, I don't really like scary movies too much. I don't do great with horror, but this feels more my speed. This feels doable for me. This type of, it doesn't feel like it's super scary, jump scary, anything like that. A terrifying situation right. though. If you put it in your mind, a biker kidnaps you and you gotta, I do. I kind of like that idea. Like if you got to write something, somebody strapping you a chair and feeding you and just saying your only job is to write and you're mm-hmm. definitely going to be able to write. That's phenomenal. Um, Mike. So Mike does this all for money. Is that it? Like, yeah, well, yeah. because if she doesn't write the Gideon book, he's going to get sued. So okay. he's already out the money because he made some poor right. investments. He made some promises and here, then the, like. the, pers- the, okay. the publisher is like, if you don't get us this, right. uh, the start of this, sure. uh, like the first draft yeah. by Christmas Eve, we're going to, we're going right. to leave us some crazy stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I would say, Brad, let's fire up that wine over steak sound effect. Thank you. Because call me Michael. I'm pouring this one up. Wow. All, all over, my all over sloppy steak style. Ribeye. Yeah. I like the sound of this well, one. It sounds sloppy like a good steak. I thought wine the, uh, and the steaks. Yeah. They'll eat the steak. Yeah, eat get, the, steak. get the wine like with it. Jew, if you will. Uh, I thought yes. the super fan was going to turn out to be a bad person. I'm glad to hear she that it worked out really well for her. Yeah. So that's where you I'm know. at. Give it up! Give it up for your fans. Everyone should have a fan, a super yeah, fan like that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm pouring this all the way up. I love this oh, movie. Cool. Um, the Christmas obviously was just a throw in, and it didn't really mm. add or subtract from this movie. Um, I thought what this movie did great was the was what how they set it up early on with not being sure who was going to be the the person for the fatal like the fan is so right. over the top like usually when you have that obsessed fan in lifetime movies and you can correct me if i'm wrong but that's usually a sign that they're going to do something something messed up like when you have somebody as yep. the background of your computer your yeah. laptop screen you're going to do something weird. Yeah. And they didn't. And it was the agent. And I thought they set that up really nicely. The guy, BMX guy is an excellent bad guy. Like he's was just really, okay. he was really great. And uh, yeah, big fan of this movie. Really enjoyable. I mean, yeah, it's that counter programming, right? So like we've been in Christmas world for so long that you need a little, I mean, it's not too scary. So not, no. I think it's the perfect amount of, of, suspense or like uh, I don't know what the genre is I guess thriller sure. um, yeah and I think um, they did thriller. a good job like if this had come out not at Christmas time it might have just been like a run of the mill lifetime movie but since it's like you know a silent night fatal night um, I wish they would have played silent night at some point yeah or for like, sure oh, for sure you know 
I and like, but too missed opportunity for me. I obviously I don't watch as many as these as you do, but like of the yeah. ones that I've seen this year, I like this one was my favorite of the Lifetime movies I've seen. Uh, aside from like the Hammer uh, in January, like that is, right. but that's its own thing. And and Barrett and Barstow, like those, I feel like were like elevated, not your standard Lifetime yes. uh, flick of the traditional Lifetime format. I thought this one was great. Yeah, no, they did a great job. I'm definitely pouring it up as well, especially especially for that steak scene. Sloppy, uh, if, <laughs> there it is. If you Clip haven't seen it, it, yeah, it's on my uh, it's on my Instagram. So check that out because uh, I definitely clipped that right away. I was like, this will live forever in my brain uh, and my Instagram. And I just Instagram. I I I my you know what you your New Year's resolution should be to do that at some point, like. To be out oh. at dinner with some friends and yeah. some and just be like, all right, this is going to be the night that I do this. I'm going to order. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm going to order the steak. I'm going to order the wine, and I'm going to wait until somebody says something, and I'm just going to ride all over that steak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That that's a good one. All right. That's, that's a good resolution. That's good. That's good. Uh, well, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, what a wonderful 2023 it's been. Uh, so oh, many yeah. fun movies, uh, so many fun lifetimes. And uh, I think we're going to do more of it in 2024. And I think we got a lot, a lot of good stuff going on. Um, but until yeah. next year, wow. may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi, but here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.